what's up and welcome to another episode of um, Unscripted Natives and today we're going to be talking about the, how the average Nigerian youth has been uh, enveloped in the Nigerian system. Uh, we, have to, we have to talk about this, um, this issue because of um, the past weeks and how the events have unfolded. We've seen a lot of things, a lot of issues from the Nera scarcity and all, all of that. And obviously today I'm with my very beautiful co-host, Ina, and we're going to be um, expressing ourselves and then um, you let us know what you think about So hi guys, welcome to our second episode. We know that we promised you guys an episode right after our pilot for Trust me guys, we've been so traumatized with everything that's been going on in Nigeria. I can speak for myself that I don't think I can remember the last time I saw Naira Cash. And honestly, I thought things were going to get better. Didn't get better. Um, The presidential election came, happened, gone. And of course, I think every Nigerian has been traumatized about all the things that have just been happening and the question is when will nigeria ever get better true when will nigeria change when will the voice of the poor nigerian be heard and the so-called elites or so-called kingmakers can give room for better nigeria to one day come to pass or will I say when will they stop using ad- taking advantage of our different ethnicity and languages and tribe or whatever it's called, you know? This period has been really traumatizing in Nigeria and it brings us back to our topic. The Nigeria factor, how it affects each one of us. Does does this country breed? Is it breeding? good Nigerians or actually breeding bad Nigerians so well um I think for the past few weeks we've actually seen where things are going in fact not for the past few weeks for the past one year because we've had um, this whole full scarcity for a very long time even though we keep hearing stories today that oh they have uh, um gold in abundance wanting to think and we are not actually seeing it we the people are buying it we the people are driving cars we are not seeing it um, then we had the issue of um, the Nera scarcity, change in Nera and Nera scarcity. And it's very funny because everyday activity has to do with exchange, currency exchange. And for the average Nigerian that doesn't have maybe the means of um, having a mobile banking app or um, whatever it is that has to deal with cash, raw cash. Businesses have crumbled because of this um, issue. So what, what would you what, what would you say to these people? Would you tell them that oh Nigeria is actually working? Because you hear people say, oh, somebody has transferred money to me, he bought something from my place, and I've not seen the alerts. Whereas this other person has been debited. So how do you try to relate or try to solve this issue? You know, the other day I was telling you that I think this season is a season that a lot of people have lost a lot of money. Mm. I'll come back to why I say Nigeria 
way it is. First of all, we are looking at policy making. There's just so many kinds of lawmakers or certain kind of people that have been placed in positions like from the ministerial position, PAMSEC, um, let's use for example the governor of CBN. Um, when you just wake up and feel you can just put a policy without checkmating the system. When you wake up and say we want to go cashless, what system have you put in place to, to, ease. Al- to ease or alternate this new policy you're bringing on the table? If you, 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 first of all, the other day I was driving, and first of all, I was actually applauding. Don't get me wrong, I was actually applauding this cashless system because I felt, yes, how is kidnapping? Let's see who's going to start kidnapping anybody and asking for ransom. Now, that was a plus to that policy. So I was kind of applauding to it because as we are in Nigeria, I don't think anybody has been kidnapped or recent. <laughs> Where are we going to get the money to people? But when I was driving, I saw people stranded on the road and I said, now, this is the aspect the government didn't look at. Because you're driving your Prado, your SUV, does not mean every Nigerian has an SUV. There is no transportation link for these people. These policy makers, they travel abroad. They see how the system of the transportation system works in their country. They don't care how to implement this thing. All they care is, how would it benefit me? How would it suit me? Is what we are having. And because these people don't love Nigeria, I begin to question if most of these governors, ministers, FAMSEC, presidents, whatsoever, are they even Nigerians? Because if you love your country, for Let's let's just face facts. These people drive from their house. Most of them live at Maitama <laughs> or Asokoro. They yeah. drive these roads before they get to their place of appointment or whatever. They see the hardship. Yeah, they see this thing. They see it. They don't. They don't. They don't care whatever is going on. And that's why you know during the enters. My family was a home that my mom was legit supporting the answers. We're out there with everything, but I can tell you that I felt something was going to change. But we can see how they came and they silenced everybody. Mm. So Nigeria is just a place where now the election has come, has happened. Everybody's just like, oh, let's move on. We're not going to wallow in our pain. You know, today I was reading that Nigeria has been ranked the 98th happiest country in the world. And I was wondering why we even in this category. Because I, 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 I don't think I'm happy being in Nigeria. <laughs> like, since the election, I've been waking up and I, I will tell my friend, I just despise the fact that I'm waking up in this country. Because there is no reason to be happy when you want to step out. The minute you step out, you just, you will have a reason to be angry why you're in Nigeria. No matter how much you think you are trying to create a means of ease for yourself, something in this country must piss you off. Is it poverty? Poverty is written everywhere in this country. What has, it, what has this system planted 
you know i keep telling people and i know that many of us we keep saying that yeah we we want a leader that will come and change but i keep saying it is a mentality the mentality of the people it has to start from us we don't even need to see a candidate to be the one to come and save us a candidate is just here to implement things not for him to be god over us that's why the western world every leader is accountable for his city sitting there you can't just come and sit and play god you can't just wake up and and, and just imagine if in, in uk the prime minister puts a policy the next day they are summoning the prime minister in the in, in the, the, at the chambers they will question you. You can't just wake up and do things and think that yes, because you're a king, you have a you're you're a president, you have the executive power to, to to do whatever you want to do. Then you go back to the judiciary, they are even the biggest joke. Because the Supreme Court is telling you this money is a legal tender. We still have the president that is saying this is not a legal tender. You know have some governors in their state saying that if you don't come, we're going to come and destroy the bank. Like, what is going on? Because the judiciary have decided to make themselves a bigger joke in the country. Because most of them have been corrupted and they have decided to do the bidding of certain political law, um, 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 lawmakers and leaders or whatever in this country. So it's it's like, like ch- corruption is a chain reaction. If someone does not stand up to speak, you know, it's, it's just going to flow. It's just going to keep flowing. You know, sometimes when you want to talk about Nigeria, you can't even ever stop talking because Honestly, it's just a lot of things. This thing has see. just been before even our independence. After our independence, we had the Biafra War. We all felt that Biafra War was going to teach us something in this country. But obviously, now we are having a reputation of the Biafra War, but in a more modernized way. Because now, a set of ethnicity is being told to shut up. Mm. A part of a people that are part of Nigerians are being told that you will be nothing in Nigeria. How? Why? And everybody is cool with it. Everybody is moving on. You know, it, it's a sad, it's a sad story to share. You know. And the funny thing is that other parts of the world are watching us. Honestly. And tomorrow I want to see which leader in Nigeria will go and be doing peace talk in, in other Ethiopia countries or, in, or Somalia or. What are you going to go and peace talk about when you can't even. Your house is burning. You have not yet finished quenching your fire. You are in another person's house. Not possible. And I think it's high time that. We we actually become accountable for a lot of Nigeria is not for just one ethnicity. It's not just for only two ethnicities. We have over two hundred plus tribes in this country. Let's follow zoning. Let other people lead. Let other people have the right. Let us know who their capacity. Yeah. But right now, even this election that I held, I just believe that everybody does for let us just let us just manage this kind as far as I was concerned, because it wasn't the best that came out. Maybe for me, maybe one candidate was overall better, but they were not the best that we have that mm. came out. And because some people feel they are better, right? 
Oh, I think I've had enough to say about Honestly, the Nigerian factor. Yeah. This whole this whole thing you've spoken about, how the Nigerian factor has to do with mentality and not just um, leaders. Not just about changing leaders. You can change you can change leaders all you want. But once the mentality is still there, you can take a poor man to a castle. Once the mentality is still there, he'll stick it like a poor man, and that's the truth. Exactly. Because why am I saying this? Um, I had an incident. Uh, I witnessed an incident uh, uh, a week ago or two weeks ago, and it just made me understand that it's all about mentality. I witnessed an accident, and this person needed the, the best and fastest way to get to the hospital. But everybody seeing that, oh, this person is not my brother person though i don't know this person i've never met this person before most people don't even know this person they even go to check oh is this person doing fine and everybody just carried on their day thank god for the good samaritans that took him to the hospital understand what i'm saying and that still brings me to the issue of the mentality like how are we going to help each other you cannot start from the local community where we are it's even sad because the thing here is that i witnessed when somebody passed on passed on on at the first like fainted mm. at the ATM. And happy Nigeria doesn't even want to see fear. I'm telling you, first aid. Nobody Sometimes knows. some death can be avoided. True. true if true. certain things are not. Nigeria, as much as we are claiming, the see, I keep saying something that these politicians are not smart. They are only just manipulating. And they just play mind games on us to just make us feel like yes they're not smart people and because they know that the if you bring 10 nigerians i bet you i'm very sure even the most educated nigerian is just one person that knows what is here the other people will be looking so as much as you think you're modern you're living in the big city you're this, 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 there's just a lot of things that need to be corrected in our thinking First of all, we are very selfish and self-centered. Mm. Most of the things that happen in these countries are they come my pockets. Mm. I find they benefit me. Ah, uh, some people even supported some candidate because ah, no waiting. Now we get appointment. True, true. But are you even thinking of tomorrow? Your children, the future of this country. Literally, everybody is leaving Nigeria. So who's going to be left to fix Nigeria? You know, it's it's just a, a sad. Nigeria factor. If you want to start talking about, I'm very sure we're always going to have like maybe different experiences, different and stories experiences to, tell. to always talk, talk about. Our experience now, this period is just about what the, the season we are in Nigeria. How depressing it is. You can't. There's no even zeal to do anything in Nigeria now. There's no zeal. I know that after the election, it took me a week plus to get myself. What am I saying? It took me like two, three weeks to get myself, like, really come to a total understanding of where we are heading to and praying to God that things get better because we, the only thing we know is pray. And it's, and this still brings us another topic we're going to talk about, the religion fa- the religious factor in the politics in Nigeria. Because instead of shouting, I think there are better ways to do these things, you know. Um, 
we are too religious as a country we that we ignore some things. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong. And I need to understand something that there is a difference between spiritual and religious. Some people are just religious; they're not spiritual. Why some people are spiritual and they're just really, and other people are religious? So we need to be able to classify these things so and that we can, yeah. And we really, place, place this is more, you know, Rwanda president shut down all churches and mosques in, 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 in Rwanda for, 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 for pastors and imams to go back to theology school really know what they're teaching. They're taking advantage of poor people. Because the poor man doesn't know that, okay, if I know certain skill or know certain information, because one of the most important things as a human being we need is information. What makes you different from another person is the information the other person has that you don't have. It's really nothing special. So most people, most of these people, they're still in their shell. They don't know anything. The only time they communicate is when they go to church. The only person they hear their advice is from their pastor or imam. They know nothing. And then these same people come and make decisions. They go and vote. A lot of things are just wrong in this country. And these are times that these politicians, they know it. They know this That's facts. why you see some of them going to churches. And they manipulate these people. Mm. Look, the, the religion we are saying today, let's go into i'm a christian i know christianity to an extent and i will say that because i was born in a, in a church setting let me just bring it down to the fact that many churches for example some people don't even idolize god they idolize their man of god or their preacher they don't even know anything about what the Bible is saying. Some people, the only Bible they are hearing is what their man of God is saying. They don't even understand anything. And it's, I keep saying, telling people that know God for you. This religion we are talking today, for example, Christianity, the white man brought it to us. It was never our thing. But they don't do it like the way we do it. Hmm? True. And their system works. If you go and ask majority of these leaders in the Western world, many of them are aces. They don't even believe in anything. They believe strictly in science. They don't believe in anything. But what, do they have 10 heads? They don't have 10 heads. But we that we scream the name of God, we shout, we fast, we pray, we do it. I'm very sure maybe people pass it for Nigeria. But look at the outcome. And it gets to the point that I saw people writing on Instagram that I need to know the kind of God the Nigerian Christian serves. That something is wrong somewhere. And we have to ask ourselves the truth. Because these politicians, they are manipulative. They know that everybody's going to go down and be saying prayers. But the truth is that some things need to work. Even the Bible tells you that God only helps those who help themselves. So it's not, it's not going to come down and swipe the result or change the mind of we know that god has control over every man's mind but sometimes things happen without our knowledge oh i i, I don't like talking about the factor because it never ends yeah i just i just i don't even i don't think i have anything to say again because i think you basically captured all the topic but then just like you said having to see people who um 
have read to or nothing go through the, st- the stress of going out every day to look for daily bread and then you're coming back to nothing it's very it's very it's very disheartening what would you tell the person that is hawking pure water every day on the road so if you want to buy pure water of 10 naira would you try to transfer to them imagine that would you try to oh, transfer to somebody that's selling more money on the road for 50 naira okay. 100 naira so these are the things, things are we need to actually consider and say okay doesn't even make sense how and what are we placing what are the policies we're placing that would benefit everybody including those who are at the bottom of the food chain understand and it still boils down to the whole um, hierarchy the politicians the policy implementers people who are implementing policies and, and all of that it's, it's i don't know it's just um it's a very crazy scenario and i'm hoping that this ends soon this whole cashless policy yeah i'm, I'm just like you said i'm in support of the cashless policy but then at the same time we need to have um, a way out basically you can't bring a policy without something that would um, cushion the effect of how harsh that policy is going to land you understand what i'm saying so i think for everybody whether the rich whether the poor whatever it is we've had our own share of the nigerian effect one way or the other and it has affected everybody uh, so um i don't know I feel, I feel that's all I can say right now about this stuff. I'm hoping everything gets better with the new administration coming in the next two months. I hope everything is better, I hope everything is sorted out. I hope they work in favor of the Nigerian people. I hope they work in favor of Nigeria and make things, uh, or make Nigeria a very easy place to live in because things are not, things are not that easy right now. Things are not that easy right now. Guys, I, I believe that maybe one person, in case you just feel like things are not working for me in Nigeria, I think the majority of us are almost in the same boat. Many people starting up businesses uh, are in a fix. You know, some days I was like, God, I, I don't know if I want to relocate. Because as much as we all want to japa, sometimes it's not where it's meant to be. You understand? You just have to be reasonable about your thinking. Don't go somewhere and then get stranded. I'm sure there's somebody that is listening to us and it's like, I'm, I can relate with everything we have said. Like, you're frustrated. Like, nothing is working for you. You've graduated from school, you don't have a job, you're trying to start up a skill, you're thinking of how will I even get customers. The, 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 economy, the economy of the country is not in a state that you are like, okay, what can I do? Mm. But trust me, there are a lot of other things we can do. Um, you can go online and get a job. I got a job uh, last year, just applying, and I got an international job right from my room in Nigeria here you know and it has been a blessing to me so don't give up don't give up on Nigeria as much as we complain about everything we're saying ideologies and mindset is important because there are, we can make it and we can all make Nigeria better but it's by not giving up and there are a lot of Nigeria is getting to a point where it's more favorable to creatives 
and people being able to get more opportunities, like going into more of getting more certificates. It's not like the world now is no longer about what you graduated with. I studied law, <laughs> a lawyer, but today I can say I'm like a project manager. You understand? And it's been successful so far, so good. So I think you should look for skills. Skills and also look for when things are bad, just remember something that there's an opportunity whenever things are getting sour. Look inward and at everything that's happening and grasp an opportunity. Somebody can even find a solution with a problem and become a billionaire in Nigeria. All you just need to do is looking inward and saying, what can I what, what can I do out of what is happening in Nigeria? And finding a solution. And trust me, it will go out fine for us. Yeah, just like I used to tell people, I used to say that it's not just about going abroad, it's not about Japan. If you leave today, um, what's happening to your siblings, your parents who are in Nigeria, um, they're still going to face whatever economic hardship there is in the country. So, And then I don't think people would be at peace, except maybe it's just a case of okay, me, myself, and I. We need to also look inward and say, okay, yes, there are a lot of people who are leaving behind what happened. I'm not saying don't go. It's fine. If you have the opportunity, go. Why not? But then it's not, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not the ultimate. Going abroad is not the ultimate. It's not final stage solving your problem. Just you have to go there and put out your shit. So I'm hoping that everybody's good at the end of the day. I'm hoping that uh, we are at the point in our lives where we are saying yes. We are seeing a better Nigeria. I'm hoping that the new administration is, is better. <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, things things work out for all of us. Yeah. So guys, see, see you, you next time at our next episode, and uh, it's going to be more of a very interesting and exciting topic. Something that might intrigue us. Those of you that are looking into relationships, or maybe trying to know if this guy that is asking you out or this girl that's in my life is she really serious or after something else. Just watch out for a more exciting episode. So, see ya next time. Bye. Bye.